Are you sick of the dieting cycle you've been stuck in? Do you wonder if you'll ever experience true freedom in your health? Are you ready to see God do a miracle so you can live confidently as the woman he created you to be? Do you want to be fully empowered to live out the purpose God has for you? My guest today, Mimi Kroger, brings the heat in the best way possible. She drops incredible Bible truth left and right to give you a clear picture of what is possible for you and your health when you allow the Holy Spirit to lead your life. We talk about why focusing more on Jesus than your dieting and exercise can be your best tool for living healthy. She shares her testimony of how digging deep into her soul and past let Jesus heal her heart wounds at the root level that really set her free. Mimi is a powerful health and weight loss coach with a heart for helping others heal through biblical principles. After healing from an eating disorder, body image issues, lupus, and other life traumas with God's help, Mimi started Healthy, Happy, and Heavenly to guide her clients to health and wholeness rooted in a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Her mission is to bring others into the same freedom she's received through faith-based coaching, nutritional guidance, and discovering the root causes of ill health. As a best-selling author, speaker, a nationally certified personal trainer, nutrition guide, and behavior change specialist, Mimi empowers her clients to become the healthiest versions of themselves, mind, body, and spirit. You are not going to want to miss this one. So grab your notebook, Bible, pen, because there are so many little nuggets and scriptures shared in this conversation that you'll want to remember. So make sure you write them down. I pray you're blessed and encouraged. Now let's get into it. Hey, sweet mama, welcome to Healthy and Empowered Living. Do you want to consistently make your healthiest choices so you can finally get to a weight you love? Do you find yourself up late at night searching recipes for healthier family meals or motivation to work out? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel frustrated that you can't follow through or guilty that it's taking away precious time from your kids again? Hey, I'm Lauren. I too was a mom who wanted to lose weight. I too worried that my health was taking up too much of my time and energy and wished that I could finally let go of the number on the scale and have a healthy relationship with food and exercise. I wanted confidence and freedom to love my body and food and have more energy for the things that really mattered to me. But I kept telling myself that I'd never have the discipline to consistently make healthy choices and that I'd just keep falling off the wagon until I found a little secret that helped me get to and stay at a weight I love. In this podcast, you will find all the motivation and quick tips you need to live healthy consistently through mindful eating, fitness made simple, and mindset transformation so that you will live in true confidence at a weight you love and as the mama God created you to be. So pop in those earbuds, grab your healthy snack, and let's do this. Hey mamas, welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Empowered Living Podcast. I'm so excited. I have a new friend on today. Her name is Mimi Kroger, and we're just going to dive right into this conversation. Um, She is going to come on and share a little bit about why diets don't work from a biblical perspective and how freedom really awaits those who are looking for a relationship with the Holy Spirit to set them free from soul issues and other things like that that are driving these unhealthy eating behaviors and other unhealthy um, habits. And so Mimi, would you just tell us a little bit more about you, what you do and how you came to help people in the way that you do today? Yeah, absolutely. First of all, thanks for having me on. This is super fun. Um, I am a mama of a 23 year old, so I'm kind of past the stage of maybe most of your listeners, but, um, yeah, so I am a, a mom, obviously a wife and, um, a believer, um, I am a, an author and a speaker, um, professionally, I focus on, um, I'm a personal trainer, a nationally certified personal trainer, a nutrition guide, 
and a behavior change specialist. And so I kind of just take an all encompassing approach to wellness. So spirit, soul, and body, because they're all connected. Yes, they are. <laughs> that is awesome. I love it. Okay. So let's dive into the topic of diets then, because um, my listeners know I talk about breaking free from diet culture all the time and everything that, that um, diets are trying to tell us. And I try to redirect to this biblical perspective. So would you tell us from a biblical perspective, why do you believe that diets don't work? Well, I think most of us just from our own human experience can attest to the fact that diets don't work if we've tried them. (laughs) So there's that piece. But from a biblical perspective, diets are really just a bunch of laws. Mm -hmm. And if you look at really Romans Six, five, six, seven, and eight. Um, but particularly in Romans seven, it talks about Paul's struggle with the law really, and not being able to keep it. So he's like, gosh, the very thing that I don't want to do is a thing that I do. And then in verse 25 of chapter seven, it says, who will deliver me from this body of death? That's verse 24 and 25 says, thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And so the answer to the struggle is right there. It's a person, it's Jesus. And a lot of it has to do with not coming, first of all, under the law. So the Bible says that if we're under the law, we're under a curse. So if I tell myself I can never have cookies, then the only thing I think about is having cookies. It literally plagues your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so that's why it doesn't work. Whatever you're thinking about, your body is going to go toward that direction. And so if we focus on Jesus's righteousness for us, who we are in him, the Bible says that, that it isn't about eating and drinking. It's a, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. But isn't it interesting that it says the kingdom of God is not about eating and drinking. And then it goes into that. So as we know who we are in him righteous, then we'll behave out of that mindset. And there's so much more too. So like you mentioned, Mm -hmm. um, in your intro about just there even being soul issues, sometimes other things that are driving us Mm -hmm. to behave in the ways that we do say overeating or whatever it is. Yeah, for sure. So speak to that a little bit more. So like, why do we as humans or as women, like keep coming back to diets to try and solve our health and our weight loss issues then? Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, society, you know, the diet industry for sure. Um, but also just our own wanting to control and thinking that there is actually something that we can do, uh, to make it better. And, and there is like, so if we're looking at the law, you know, the Bible says that if you live under the law, you're living under a curse. And But it gives us the answer. It says, if you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Mm-hmm. And so walking in the spirit is the key. And when we are walking in the spirit, I call it Holy Spirit led eating. Mm-hmm. Um, we also need to remember that, yes, we don't come under the law, but the Bible also says that the law is good. And so that there's a balance there, right? But it's anytime that we're out of balance, that's when we're not going to succeed. And that's where we keep going back to diets thinking that, oh, this is going to work this time. And clearly it doesn't. Mm -hmm. And so it's super important to, the Bible actually says in first Peter, it talks about that the, that the enemy comes like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. 
In the amplified version, it says, be well balanced for the enemy roams around like a roaring lion seeking whom he might devour. So even though we don't live under the law, the Bible says that all things are permissible for me, but not all things are profitable. All things are permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. So the important thing is to look at, am I being mastered because I'm living under the law, which doesn't work? Or am I being mastered because I'm actually believing things that are not true about myself? And just as it says in John 8, 32, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. And I always say that the truth is a person. It's Jesus. It's what he says about you that sets you free. And he can actually get to literally belief systems that have been in us for such a long time that we may not even know that we're living by. Yeah, that is such a good point. And I love that you, you, um, yeah, that you bring up that idea of what we believe about ourselves and also like that, that control aspect, like how, how often do we try to control, um, people's perceptions of us? And I feel like that plays a huge part into diet culture because you get down to the root of the motivation. Why am I trying to live healthy? Why am I trying to lose weight? And so often you run into this wall of, well, I'm trying to do it because so-and-so looks that way or so-and-so made a comment. Or even if we dig deeper into those soul wounds, it's, it's messaging from our parents or our grandparents or um, something from our childhood that spoke this thing into us that we took on as truth, as identity, instead of living in the truth of who Jesus says we are. So I love that you brought all of that together. Yeah, I'd love to share actually a story. I can even just give you an example. So I do behavior change coaching and really it's just what we're talking about here. It's about getting to the root issue. And so just my own healing, I don't usually share about my clients, even if they give me permission, I just kind of stick with my own because I've experienced this. I mean, I actually had an eating disorder and that's what the Lord delivered me from. And now it's just my passion. I I don't want anyone to go through even a moment of what I went through for so long. And so when I discovered that the Holy Spirit was willing, there's a scripture that talks about that he goes beyond human understanding, that he was willing to actually set me free as he delivered me from belief systems that had been created from a long time ago. So I asked the Lord, and this is super important because I believe that the Lord is always speaking to us. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes there are things in the natural that are representative of what's going on in the spiritual or what's a heart matter. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what the case was for me as far as why I was overeating. So I asked the Holy Spirit, Lord, why is it that I still feel like I'm not worthy or that there isn't enough? And he took me into a memory of some, this is something that actually happened when I was a little girl, I was at a person's home and there was a bunch of us kids just running around playing. The adults were, we were all in a backyard. They were all together at this table and he opened up a mango and just like, you know, cut it in slices. And I went up and I got a piece and it was delicious. Like I thought, man, Maybe it was like the first time I ever had it, but it was so good. And so then I went just like kids do and played around. And then I went back for another slice. And when I did, this person who had split open the mango said, what are you doing? That's for everybody. And I know that right, the Lord showed me that right in that moment is when this belief system, it wasn't anything traumatic. Sometimes it can be, but this wasn't particularly anything 
horrible that happened. I don't remember being upset about it, but I believe, and I know that it's solidified in my heart that maybe I wasn't worth it or that there wasn't enough to go around for sure. And then Jesus, uh, like I had this experience with the Lord where I saw him sitting in front of me. I was that little girl again. And I mean, pigtails and everything. We were at like a child's size picnic table, plastic picnic table. His knees were coming up like over the table, you know, cause he, he meets us at our level yeah. and we were having like this little tea party and from behind his robe, he pulls out a mango slice mm-hmm. and, and gives it to me. He's smiling so big and I eat it. And then he gives me another one and another one. And it was like, there was this endless supply and out of that experience, like the Lord just spoke to me that I am enough. Like I am worth like every mango slice and everything else that he wants for me. And the important thing when you get a revelation is that it lines up with scripture. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that lines up with John three sixteen. like he loves the world so much. He loves me so much that he gave me his only son, you know, and if he gave me this, how would he not give me everything else, which the Bible also talks about Psalm 37, I think that says that he gives us the desires of our heart, Mm -hmm. but more than that, you know, he is El Shaddai in the Bible, which as moms, this'll, this'll be great. El Shaddai means God almighty, but the literal translation means the all breasty one. And it's a picture of a mother giving sustenance to her baby. And so mamas out there that have breastfed before, they know that the minute your baby cries, you're ready to give the baby what it needs. And it's even painful if you can't. And I believe that God is that way with us. And then think about the fact that that sustenance is really the only thing that the baby needs, right? And so not that we don't need each other. We absolutely need each other, but he is ultimately our source. And then he's Jehovah Jireh. He is provider. Mm -hmm. And so it's, I always tell people it's important that when we do like inner healing, that the revelation we get, which is what we talk about as I'm also an ordained minister. So a rhema word is a revelation from God. It's God speaking to you, breathing life on the scriptures and it becoming life to you. And so the Logos is just, is the word of God, like the, the words that you read on the pages of your Bible. Mm -hmm. And so you need to make sure that your Rhema, that you would get in an inner healing type session lines up with the word of God. And my experience did. And then here's the part about how sometimes things in the natural represent what's going on in the spiritual. I was overeating thinking like, I'm not enough. There isn't enough. The Lord really showed me like, that's the root. And here is the truth. And it's the truth again, that sets us free. So it's really beautiful. And, and so oftentimes it can be that we're living under the law. That's why we're being mastered. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's because there's soul issues. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's because, um, we are, we are believing the the things of the world or like you were talking about, we're really comparing ourselves right. and to what, like we're all, we've been given finger, you know, individual fingerprints, like as a sign, another, again, something physical representing, you know, the spiritual that we're supposed to be different. We're not all supposed to be the same. Yeah. Well, can I just <laughs> say that God is so good. <laughs> yes, He's so good. And then the other thing is like, let's just get practical. Sometimes it's just lack of knowledge. You know, sometimes it's like, I don't know, you know, the best things to be putting in my body. And, 
you know, so that's where, you know, nutritional guidance comes in and, and just having community too, and having accountability, super important. So it can be a variety of things, but God is so good when you go to him to show you exactly what you need Mm -hmm. when you need it. Yeah. Yeah. Amen to that. And I, I love to, you know, you would kind of, you, I love that you walked us through that story. So thank you so much for that. I feel like that was a really practical um, example and just journey that you were able to share on like what this soul healing inner healing process looks like. I've had a couple of different guests come on and share their experience with that. And um, I just feel like it's something that the Lord has laid heavy on my heart to begin sharing um, more on this podcast about because so often, and you brought up the lack of knowledge, and I do believe there is a good amount of that, but there is also so much access to the knowledge. And I, from my experience and, and the women that I, I frequently talk to, the biggest struggle that they have is they know what to do and they just can't seem to do it. They can't seem to change. And this is where I'm feeling like, that leading into this soul healing, this inner healing, um, the letting the Holy Spirit really move and work in your life and in your heart to bring about that change that needs to happen. Yeah. And, and, but with that too, it's like, oftentimes, you know, we're hearing, it seems like in every, you know, generation, there's always something like I'm actually an eighties child. And back in the eighties, it was like no fat you know, like don't eat fat. And it was like all carbs. And then now it's like too much fat, right? Like everybody's on this whole kick of just eating all of this fat. And the truth is, is that we have that balance piece that God talks about, but I would love to share with you a scripture that just shows like literally why diets, you know, why God is like, Hey, I created all of the food groups and they're good. You know, you need them all Mm -hmm. and just kind of give you just a little bit of just like knowledge, you know, in terms of like what even scientists say, which is what I love about, um, about God is that, you know, people think like, Oh, we, we struck on this like great way to lose weight or whatever. And God like has told us what to do from the very beginning in the pages of the Bible. Um, and so, Yeah. And so, you know, we know, I'm not going to go into, because you can just look it up, why carbs are good for you, why fats are good for you, all that. But let me just give you the scripture, because when the Lord showed me this, I was like, hallelujah. So this is Jeremiah 31, 11 through 14. And it says, for the Lord has ransomed Jacob and has redeemed him from hands too strong for him. So if we're looking at that from this perspective about eating, it's not about your power. It's about the fact that as a believer, you have the Holy Spirit in you. You have resurrection power and you have grace to be able to do, right? The Bible says that he works in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. And his good pleasure is for you to take care of the temple. It's for you to steward the temple because he says that in the Bible, it says that you were bought with a price. You're not your own. But not only that, he wants you to prosper like in John 10, 10, it says, I came that you would have and enjoy your life and have it in abundance and to the full until it overflows. That's the amplified version overflows onto other people. Well, if you don't feel well, you're not going to be able to overflow onto anybody because oftentimes you're very inward focused mm-hmm. and not taking care of your body can affect your health too. Yeah. And so think about the fact that if you have a cold, how you're just, you're very inward focused. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to point that out for a second, but let me continue, continue. Verse 12 says, they shall come and sing aloud on the height of Zion and they shall be radiant over the goodness of the Lord, over the grain, 
the wine and the oil and over the young of the flock and the herd. Their life shall be and they shall languish no more. They sh Then shall the young women rejoice in the dance and the young men and the old shall be merry. They will turn their mourning into joy. I will comfort them and give them gladness for sorrow. I will feast the soul of the priests with abundance. That's us. And people shall be, and my people shall be satisfied with my goodness. So if we back up in verse 12, it says God's goodness, it equates it with all the food groups. Mm -hmm. So it says they shall be radiant over the goodness of the Lord, over the grain, the wine, and the oil, mm -hmm. and over the young of the flock and the herd. So carbs are mentioned when it says the grains, mm -hmm. fats are mentioned when it says the oil, and protein is mentioned when it says the young of the flock and the herd, and even a little wine is mentioned. So that's no law. And it talks about comfort. Where do we go for comfort? Are we turning to comfort, you know, returning to food for comfort? And that's where the emotional piece comes in and making sure that, you know, allowing God to be able to come us to help us come into truth so that we're not mm -hmm. turning to food for what honestly only he can give us, which is worth and value. Um, that's really going to be the answer to comparison and yeah. And this is the answer, like right here to don't get fooled by the, the diet industry. You know, in, in John chapter two, um, it talks about Jesus being upset at what's going on in the temple. And again, the spiritual, you know, mirroring what's going on in the natural. Um, he is overturning the tables and, and he says, stop turning my father's house into a market. Like he's not happy about the fact that people are getting taken advantage of with all of this, you know, marketing and really lies about what you should and should not do. It's individual. And again, we need knowledge, right? If I usually tell people, if God made it, you can eat it. And there are things that we can learn about, you know, take eating foods at particular times when we know it's going to be utilized for energy and not stored as fat and different things that that I learned professionally, really. And that is very helpful. But the bottom line is, is what's going on with you? And only the Lord knows that, but the Holy Spirit is willing to re to reveal it for us. Yeah, that's so good. And I think the big if on that is if we sit with the Lord and we listen and we talk to him and we invite him into that, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And he, I fully believe 1000% that no one wants you to succeed more than God does. Mm -hmm. You know, I actually have a ministry. It's three John two ministries that says you will be in health. It's a scripture three John one, two, you will be in health and prosper even as your soul prospers. Mm -hmm. And we know your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. Mm -hmm. So he is interested in your prosperity in every area. And because of that, I mean, I always say this too, like he, he's called the word, like he has plenty of words for us. And in, in the book of John, it says that his sheep hear his voice and the voice of another, they will not follow. So God is for us and he's with us and for us. And we have, you know, the Bible says perfect love casts out fear. And so a lot of our eating issues or comparison and all of the things that we deal with has a lot to do with fear. And he is, he came to eradicate that. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. So for the woman right now who's listening, the mom right now who's listening and is just totally feeling overwhelmed 
by all of this? Like, how do I even start, you know, whether it's identifying the, the bad eating behaviors or, um, the food addictions or, um, whatever it is that they're feeling like life is just so crazy and busy. And I just, I don't have time for this. What do what encouragement do you have for that mom? You know, the encouragement that I have is really just, I believe the heart of God. And the thing to remember is that he is sovereign and he is in loving control. Like sometimes we say he's in control, but no, no, no. He's in loving control. And when it comes to inner healing and the things that we need or hearing from God, um, you know, the Bible says, be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, make your request known to God. And the peace of God, which transcends understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. We need to come to God from a place of peace. It says, be anxious for nothing and then pray. So also going back to El Shaddai, as a mom, you know that when you're trying to breastfeed and your baby is like literally going crazy, you know, and they're not able to latch on. And that's exactly how it is with the Lord. He wants you to come from a place of faith and peace that he's there and that he is willing to to help you. And he gave you his son. He wants you to live an abundant life. And so I would say something else as an encouragement is that God gives you what you need exactly when you need it. Like you don't have to go on a digging expedition for like, okay, what's the root? Why am I doing what I'm doing? That's another kind of misery. No, rest, rest and let God bring you what you need when you need it and do the things that he is whispering to your heart to do. So if he's telling you, Hey, let's go on a prayer walk in the morning and that's going to help you, you know, also, you know, get some good exercise in, then do that. If he's telling you to partner with somebody, um, then do that. Accountability is super important. Um, so, and, and, you know, truth is important and exposing lies in the light. So sharing with people that are safe, being vulnerable, because once something is in, is darkness comes into light, it's gone. There's, it cannot overpower light. So if you had like a dark room and you lit the tiniest little match, all the attention would be going to that light. And Jesus is the light. And he is the one that is going to show you exactly what you need when you need it. And you don't have to, you don't have to stress about it. Come from a place of rest, knowing that he's faithful and for you. Yeah. I love that. I, I've heard it said before too, that, um, Resting is another way of saying trusting, because I feel like that's what I'm hearing you say is that, you know, when we're beginning all of this, when we're walking um, into, into inviting the Lord into this struggle and surrendering it to him, it's, uh, I'm trusting you, Lord. I'm, I'm taking a step of faith and saying, I know that you are there, that you are who you say you are, and that I am who you say that I am. And basically, I'm ready to let go of all of the lies that I've been believing the lies that I've been told. And I'm ready to trust in the truth that you are telling me. Yes, absolutely. And it's spiritual warfare because, you know, in Ephesians, it talks about, you know, the different armor that we have. And one of them is the shoes of peace. And we, I think we forget that one 
but as we maintain our peace, so, you know, as moms, I, you know, like I said, I remember my son being little, you know, think about this example. So if you have a child coming up to you and they're like pulling on your shirt, you know, constantly, 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 you know, bothering you, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like when it's just too much or you're trying to have a conversation or whatever. And it's like, if you let that get to you, it, when it comes to the enemy, if if you let it get to you, then he's got you. You know what I mean? But if you maintain your peace and you're just like, uh, I'll talk to you in a minute, you know, or just you maintain your peace. Then at some point, the enemy's like, well, gosh, it's not even bothering her because see, he's interested in your joy. Right. That's what he's interested in taking, because the Bible says that the joy of the Lord is your strength. Mm-hmm. So he wants your strength. He wants you to give up in every area. Right. But God is like, come, come to me, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Yep. Yep. I love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. As we're wrapping up, is there any other practical um, advice or encouragement that you want to leave listeners as they continue in their own health and weight loss journeys? Yes. So something that I didn't talk about, which is also important when it comes to really overcoming the enemy in this whole area. So say, for example, you know, you are trying to make better choices and you blow it. And I'm doing like quotation marks when I say that, right? Um, The enemy will come and make you feel so guilty and so condemned. And then you're like, well, I already ate a cookie. I might as well eat the whole box, right? So he gets you into this guilt cycle and, and it doesn't help because then you turn to the very thing, right? Maybe food that brought you there to begin with, right? So he's very, I mean, he's deceitful. And so the key to that is also he's the answer, right? Just like in verse 25, he is the answer. And he says that there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And so the now is the key there that when we are in that now moment of feeling guilty and feeling bad, turn to the Lord, receive your righteousness in him and know that he is there for you and that it's okay. Like sometimes I think we're like, oh my gosh, you know, we went on a cruise or I don't know, whatever, you know, or we're thinking like, oh my gosh, I really blew it and just ate all this or whatever. And it's like, our weight is going to fluctuate. It's fine, you know, and really just getting down deep with God and, and understanding and believing his truth. Like there is really therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus and living in that, you know, really coming to a place where like, okay, God, I can't make myself not feel guilty or do the things that actually cause this to begin with and do this perpetual cycle. It's like being a gerbil on a wheel. So Lord, help me. Like, what is the rhema word that I need, right? The Bible says in the Lord's prayer, my daily bread. Ask God, what's my what's my word for today that I can hold on to that will keep the enemy at bay and, and not let him infiltrate my mind so that I can think right thoughts and then behave in a way that my thoughts are leading me. Mm, That's so good. I feel like you're speaking into my heart right now, Mimi. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. He's so good. It's his word. It's his word. Amen. Amen. And nothing better than to hear his word and read his word and so good. Okay. So lastly, How can women connect with you if they want to learn more about you, your story, or how they can work with you? 
Yeah. So I, uh, they can just go to my website. It's healthy, happy, and heavenly.com. And I've written a book called Holy Spirit, help me heal overcoming disease and dysfunction through spirit connection and soul healing. There's information on the book there. I'm available for online personal training, nutritional guidance, or behavior change coaching, which is the inner healing piece. So yeah, I would love to hear from, from your audience. And I hope that they were blessed in some of the things that we shared. We both shared today. Oh my gosh. I, I know that many women are blessed and I will put the links um, in the show notes to Mimi's website. And thank you so much for coming on and sharing today. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you. Well, that wraps up another episode of the healthy and empowered living podcast. Thanks for listening today. If you're loving what you hear, would you share this podcast with a friend? Also, it would make my day to hear from you. Will you be so kind as to head over to Apple Podcasts, rate the show, and write a short review? That helps me to know what you want to hear more of and helps more women find the show, learn, and be encouraged too. Lastly, if you're not already a part of the Joyful Health for Christian Moms Facebook community, we'd love to have you. We aren't meant to do this thing alone, so come find the support you need as you're living healthy and empowered.